Welcome, everybody, back to the Florida Keys Weekly Show and Podcast. I'm Brett Myers, also with Keys Weekly and OMG here in beautiful Key West at our headquarters with Shanice, our producer. I want to thank our listeners, particularly those in radio on WKWF AM 1600 and FM 103.3 on Saturday and Sunday mornings, early risers, 7 a.m. and on 93.7 NRG, 5 a.m. Sunday. Now, you early risers, I appreciate you for our other listeners. Listeners on keysweekly.com. That's www.keysweekly.com. And Florida Keys Weekly Show, you can find that. Type it right in. Amazon, Apple, Spotify, all your favorite places. Here's why you want to listen this week. Coming up in just a minute, Shanice, we have a pretty big name coming on the show tonight. He's got a show coming up here. Uh, Ramshead's putting it on at the Coffee Butler Amphitheater. Some guy by the name of Adam Lambert. Maybe people know Adam from just about everything from touring with Queen. Of course, he goes back to American Idol, where his stardom really just skyrocketed and propelled into the stratosphere. So Adam's going to be coming to Key West on... April 28th, those doors open at 5.30. The show starts at 7 o'clock. He's about to join us now. We'll have some fun with Adam. We've got all the talking points you want to know about Adam Lambert. And then today, Shanice, here right here with me, uh, had this great idea to put some... Uh, feedback questionnaires out on social media, Facebook and Instagram. So if you don't follow the Keys Weekly on Instagram or Facebook, you need to because you could have offered up a question for us to ask Adam later on in the show today. So we're about to have him on here momentarily. Again, thank you for tuning in, folks. Enjoy the show with Adam Lambert and all of our shows at keysweekly.com. You can go back with other celebrities, other local leaders, and personalities and faces here throughout the Keys and enjoy those shows. And joining us on the phone right now on the show is the one and only Adam Lambert. Can't thank you enough, Adam, for joining us today. I know as we speak, you've sold over 3 million albums, over 5 million singles, singles, on and on and on. And before we jump into this, I have a question. Things have moved quickly for you since the 2009 runner-up on American Idol. Uh, a lot's happened since then, but that same year you had a debut album for uh, your for uh, your entertainment and received a Grammy for What You Want From Me for Best Male Performance. What was the moment, Adam, because I watch you and you still just love what you do. You have this presence about you. So what was the moment for you that you knew you were a celebrity uh, in the sense that you knew life would never be the same? You couldn't go grab a coffee or groceries or something without being you. I mean, when did that moment happen for you? (laughs) Um, I think right after American Idol was just things were wild. It was just so crazy. Um, People were approaching me in the street that I didn't know. I mean, it was a very, it was a very interesting time. <laughs> do you, do you, do you remember not being a celebrity at this point? I mean, I always curious about these things and a, and a person in your shoes. And, and again, you seem so down to earth from what I see and most of us see is why you're so loved. But do you remember the days when you weren't? I mean, what's that like? You know, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that, you know, when I got into, when, when I did American Idol, I was 27. So, I had been through the bulk of my twenties as like <laughs> an anonymous person, which was, you know, I, I'm glad that I had that, um, that time to just be like a normal guy as normal as you could ever call me, which is <laughs> a difficult thing to do, but <laughs> I guess normal is not the right word, but you know, I, I lived a life where it was very different. And, and with the American Idol thing, what's so interesting is it just happened so fast. Yeah, you know, if, you know, some of the people that get into this business is more of a gradual thing, but 
idol was just overnight. So it was, um, yeah, coming out of that show, it was, it was a bit of a, uh, an adjustment. <laughs> well, it certainly has made you a household name. And again, not just blowing smoke at you, but you're just a guy that really seems to still enjoy and just love what you do. And I think that's what people love about you. You're coming to Key West, April 28th. Ram's Head's putting that on here. Uh, great partners of ours. So we're happy that they helped us get you on the show today. So we appreciate that. Uh, I think a few tickets might remain for those listening and people can check those out at the Keys keywestamp.com Adam for to see you and, and that night so I'll ask you as you get ready to come to Key West um, have you been here before well I was going to say no I've never been to Key West before so I'm really excited to see it and, and to perform there um, I hear it's a beautiful place I know, well, obviously, there's a lot of people. There really is quite a buzz in the air to see you. I, I didn't realize, I knew how many fans you had, but just how, the buzz you create, because we have a lot of people coming to Key West now, and you, you bring a different vibe, and it's really cool to see. Uh, anything about Key oh, West, you know, and I'm not trying to set you up, but anything you want to do, are you going to have any time while you're here to check Key West out and do some things? Well, it's, I, it's, it's our first show in this little run that we're doing, um, and so we'll probably be focused on rehearsing, yeah. um, to be honest. But I think the following day I might have some free time, so I'll probably go for a walk or something like that to just get a vibe. That sounds awesome. Now, anything, so this is the first one you're going to be rehearsing. Can you tell fans or folks in Key West what to expect uh, from this particular show? Yeah, I mean, we're really excited. That, um, you know, you're going to get um, – my solo hits that, that, that fans know and love, um, uh, expect, a, a handful of queen songs, which is really exciting. Um, and I think a lot of people probably have seen me do the queen collaboration, I think a which few by have. the way, continues <laughs> later this summer. Um, yeah, just a few people, <laughs> which, uh, by the way, it, con- it continues this summer in, uh, in London and, and, and in Europe. So it's going to be, um, it's going to be, you know, an amazing summer. So I think it'll, it'll get me warmed up really nicely. I think it's going to be really fun. And then I'm also throwing in some other covers into the set too, that people might recognize. So, you know, my goal is always just, I want to give everybody a good show. (laughs) I want, I want everybody to be entertained and feel comfortable and really enjoy themselves. And, and one of the things I love about my audiences is there's always this nice sense of unity. Um, It has like a family feel to it. Um, I like to make sure everybody feels like they're part of, of the experience. Absolutely. Now, speaking of Key West, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. Uh, we're obviously very proud, uh, a very proud LGBTQ plus community. And even going back to 2012, I was thinking about with Trespassing that pre- premiered number one on Billboard's Top 200. Uh, and it was the first, you were the first openly gay artist at the time to top the charts, which is pretty amazing. But when you think about that, it's so mind blowing. Uh, when you think about all those who have come before and how much the world continues to change and progress, can you talk about what that meant for you, Adam, in that stage of your career and what kind of feedback you've received on that accomplishment that maybe has inspired others as they follow your lead and inspiration? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you when that happened, I was told that that was the, uh, the milestone that was reached. And I thought, surely someone's done that before. And I was so shocked to find out that it hadn't actually been done. Um, I was honored. Um, and, and, you know, around right after I, you know, got done with the TV show and I started doing my own music and touring, I very quickly came to find how many amazing people out there really, um, they were looking for some inspiration. They were looking for some, um, you know, some, some guidance, some bravery, 
And, you know, when I auditioned for American Idol and wanted to get into the music business, my, my thought wasn't necessarily, oh, I want, you know, I want to make a difference in the world. I didn't really think about it that way yet. Uh, it was more, you know, to be honest, it was more of a selfish thing. Like, I want to sing. I like singing. I want to do what I'm good at. And then once this happened and I realized what opportunity was there to make a change, to help people, all of a sudden the whole, the whole career meant more to me than I had thought. It was, it, 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 it dug deeper into me than I, I realized. And I, and I, you know, after a moment of reflection, I realized, wow, what a beautiful thing to be able to um, be a voice and to, to, you know, to be visible in yeah. this era where visibility is going to be the number one thing that pushes things forward. And then looking back, you know, now over the course of a decade, it's amazing how much progress we've made. You know, there's been so much forward motion in terms of equality and acceptance and just people just, you know, learning more and, and becoming less ignorant. And of course, you know, it, it's never like a perfect straight line forward. You know, the, the, the pendulum always swings back and forth and, you know, right now, I know in Florida in particular, there's some, some um, sad stuff going on with legislation. But, you know, it, those things wouldn't be happening if the momentum that the queer community had wasn't in full swing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> people push back when they're scared. So, you know, I think there's definitely a lot of people functioning out of a place of fear, which is unfortunate. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we can keep spreading the word of positivity and educating people and explaining to people what's really going on. And, um, you know, I know we have a lot of support, so that's great. Yeah. And I know you're doing a lot with Phil, Phil something foundation. You've done so much philanthropic things. So uh, we could talk about that for an entire show, but I know you do a lot of great things and you do it from a place from the heart. (laughs) So that's well-documented. I'll get beat up if I don't ask this question. We're going to get a bit cliche here, Adam, but if I don't ask you, my staff and my producer Shanice here will, will punch me. Um, the, we won't dig too far in American Idol, but 2009 is well documented. You finished runner-up, then your career just propelled and took off into the stratosphere. Uh, there's so many cool stories. Standing ovation from Smokey Robinson. Uh, your courage turned into a Rolling Stones article. There's so many great things. Can you tell our listeners and readers what is the biggest moment when you think back that you, just comes right to mind from the, the American Idol run? What what still stands out for you? Hmm. Well, I mean, the the biggest moment was getting to perform with Queen on the finale, which obviously led to 10 years of touring with them. So I think that was probably the most important moment. Um, You know, and and I'm very, I'm glad that I picked that song to audition with (laughs) because it's a twist of fate. I mean, had I done some other band song, I mean, I don't know if this all would be playing out the way it is now. So um, yeah, I think I think the Queen connection, which came from American Idol, probably is the most meaningful. One. Well, let's talk about that. There might be one person listening or reading who doesn't know about you and Queen and what you're doing. And it may, there may not be a single person on the earth left that doesn't know. It's so amazing. Your collaborations, well documented. Um, you're the vocalist with with them, in addition to them, since 2011. Uh, Queen plus Adam Lambert. I know everyone asks you about this all the time. And then, of course, the movie comes out and reminds us why Freddie was so inspirational and what he meant to the world. And you opened the Oscars in yeah. 19 with two songs, The Place Goes Wild. We can't interview interview you and not ask you about Queen and what that experience has been like and continues to be like for you. Uh, you know, it's it's really, uh, you know, pardon the cliche, but it's a dream come true. It really is. I mean, I, 
like I said, I auditioned for American Idol with Bohemian Rhapsody, the song. Um, and not only did I get a solo career out of it, but I've had this like this this thing, you know, running parallel to my solo career for the past ten years, which is moonlighting with with Queen as their as their lead singer. And yeah, I mean, like you said it right. I mean, the movie was so great because it really, I think, it got people excited again and. You know, we were doing just fine ticket sales wise before the film, but the film like took it over the top. I mean, and and it it shifted the people that we had in the audience. You know, we had um, after the movie, it was just like full families. You know, it was it, it was you know all ages. It was all backgrounds. It really opened up um, the appeal of the music of Queen. And you know, when I get on stage with them, it, not only you know from a personal level is it so much fun to be on an arena on the stage in front of all those people. It's a rush like you would not believe. Um, the music is so much fun to sing. It's, it's very challenging. It's never boring. <laughs> it's like, it's a lot to dig into. And, you know, one of my favorite things is that when I'm on stage next to Brian and Roger, you know, they're basking in their, 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 their legacy, you know, and it's so wonderful to see and it's so wonderful to be a part of it. Um, and to be of service to make sure that that is still able to happen. You know, obviously none of us, you know, I, I don't think anybody could say that, that, um, you know, that they don't miss Freddie so terribly. I mean, I never got the opportunity to see him live, but I've seen plenty of footage. I have the records. I am obsessed with Freddie Mercury. He was one of a kind. Yeah. And so to be on stage sort of honoring him and honoring the songs that he made famous, is, it's, it's humbling and it's a, it's such a treat. I love it. Well, we're, we're here with Adam Lambert, the one and only and the talented and amazing Adam Lambert. Adam, uh, I was hesitant to bring this up, but you're talking about Queen and something that comes to mind was a collaboration that I was reading about and just amazing to see it back in 2013 in Kyiv where hundreds of thousands of people were watching you and Queen in your show and Ukraine's main square. That had to be a magical and defining moment in your life and their, in their lives. I'm sure a deep connection still exists with the people of Ukraine. I'm not setting you up for anything too political here, I promise, but in light of world events, how has that moment affected your thoughts now, your current thoughts and love for Ukraine, you know, knowing what you know now? Yeah, I mean, it definitely, I mean, it, it definitely, there's definitely a soft spot in my heart for that, that memory. You know, we, that was our first sort of full length show that we did together and it was there and it was you know, the, that main square in Kiev was like, there, there were tons of people. I think there was like three or 400,000 people gathered. It was just a, it was a huge show. And we split the bill with Elton John. I mean, I was, you know, I was definitely, um, I was nervous, you know, I was like, wow, this is going to be, this is a lot. And, you know, the audience was, were so warm and so lovely. Um, and so, yeah, to see what's going on right now there is, is, has been hard. And, and, there's been another, I mean, not only what's going on now, but there was another, uh, you know, event that happened in the square there between the time that I performed there with Queen and now, and it was sad then too. Um, you know, the world is a tricky place and um, nothing's permanent, you know, and, and, and so I look back on that moment and, I, and I, I'm fond for the, you know, the energy that was in the city for those few days we were there because it was very peaceful and really lovely. Absolutely. And my heart goes out to anybody, anybody affected right now, you know, all the people that are affected in, in Ukraine Absolutely. Uh, by this kind of senseless violence, you know, I, I hope that it ends very soon. And I hope that 
uh, we can all keep raising awareness and, and, and humanitarian aid for the victims over there. Well, and I know you mean that, and we've only got about four or five minutes left. So we did something a little different today, Adam. We actually put some stuff out on social media and said, hey, we're interviewing Adam. Do the fans have any questions? Well, that was a mistake because we had about a thousand questions. So we took about five. Shanice, my producer, (laughs) took about five. And I promised those uh, people on social media I would share some questions with you. So some of these are, I I was handed these. They're a little unfiltered and unedited. Um, The good news is we have the ability with technology to edit out any nonsense, which might be all of it. So let's just take a look. But a couple questions to wrap up with you, Adam, from the fans, if that's okay. (laughs) Is that okay with you? we do this yeah that's totally fine yeah. all right all right a little unorthodox interview we'll we'll do the last couple questions and wrap it up with you you've, you've been so awesome and gracious with your time uh the first question is from tatiana Vas. she asked hi adam you once said that you dyed your hair black for the first time for the role in the musical grease did you keep that color right away or did you come back to it later which which role did you play which of the musicals you played is your favorite and why it's a lot of questions <laughs> from tatiana i guess we'll stick with the hair that question good. that was a good question yeah the hair question i mean i i did a production of greek in high school and i was danny suko and of course. So I, yeah i dyed my hair black and it was like temp- it was temporary and and i loved the way it looked but I, yes it was temporary it washed out um but you know when i got to I think it was, I think it was a couple years later than after high school. I was in, uh, when I was in Germany doing, um, the musical hair, um, you know, I was around cool, edgy German people in Berlin and I went to a hair salon and had them do like black and white, chunky rock and roll looking hair on me. And I, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, Gonzalo Sands asks, he's one of our uh, followers on social media from South America. He says, can we expect a South American tour? There's a fan base eagerly awaiting for the chance to see you perform live exclamation point. And that's Gonzalo asking that question. I, you know, I've only been to South America once and it was with queen and we loved it. I mean, I, the culture down there, I mean, depending on what kind of, you know, Brazil and Argentina and Chile, I mean, I was blown away. I was, it's just such a rich culture down there and the fans are unbelievable. There's nothing on the books as of right now, but it's definitely an area I, I want to get back down to soon. So I'll work on it. <laughs> there, you, there you go, Gonzalo. Great question. Uh, I'll ask you like two or three more. I don't want your producer upset with me. We promised about 20 minutes here, Adam. Um, Susie Ricks, Susie Ricks asks, would you ever record the songs you recently did at the karaoke night? Love those songs. She says, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. Karaoke night with friends. I'm, I'm, I, I was, it was funny that, that that all made it out to, uh, you know, the public. It was not meant to be, <laughs> it was not meant to be a concert, <laughs> but people got to carry it away with their phones, but we had fun. Um, yeah. I mean, this is songs that I love. I mean, some of the ones that I did at that party with friends are songs that I've done on stage before. So yeah, I mean, you never know. You never know what will happen next. All right. Good deal. And then Anna Glambert, she's a huge fan. She has lots of questions. So we, we just picked one. I'll ask you two more questions here. This one's from Anna Glambert, huge fan of yours. She says, Adam, could you please tell us something about your new album, color theme or anything? Um, I do not have a color theme yet. No, this, we're, that's way far from now. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, this is one of those things where, um, you know, I've told people I'm working on a musical um, and, 
it's very exciting to write music for somebody else's story. Um, but one of the cool things about it is that it's not just me creating it. You know, I'm working with a script writer and a handful of different writers. And so it's really, um, it's this wonderful group effort and we're all, uh, you know, making sure that we're taking our time so that it's great. Uh, it's continuing. I'm still working on it. I will continue to work on it after the touring this summer. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, all I can tell you is that I'm working on it. It's a little early to give you any, uh, solid clues yet. So try to be patient. (laughs) You got it. Well, I think you're going to run into Anna at a show. She's a big fan. I can only imagine she's going to find you. Um, (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Absolutely. And the last question, uh, I'll ask you is from our editor and our, on our print side of the world at Keys Weekly, uh, Mandy Miles. She's going to ask you the question of the day, Adam. This is going to keep you thinking for days. She says, Adam, what was the last (laughs) Amazon package that arrived at your house? I know I'm a little, I've gone crazy with Amazon. I think it was dog treats for dog my dog. Treat. All right. The world now knows the yeah. last package Adam had was dog treats. So it sounds good. Uh, Adam, we've had such a good time with you. We can't wait to see you April 28th, Coffee Butler Amphitheater here in Key West. Hope you have a great time in Key West. I know the town is ready for you, embracing you, and we're looking forward to seeing you. Thank you so much for joining us and taking the time out to uh, join us today. Thank you so much. I can't wait. See you guys soon. All right, Adam. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.